Previously on Those Were the Days. It's so smart, but it's also just so crude. Like everybody keeping a straight face through all of this? I'm amazed. Think Lake Wobegon, but dumber. Betty White as Rose, it's just, it's her timing is impeccable. I had the biggest television on the dorm floor. It's a 19 inch <laughs> with the built in VCR. Rose is flipping out. He's like, if I wanted this kind of abuse, I'd be directing the Roseanne Barr show. Can I just share that I actually took a note that says it took 15 seconds before I was already busting the guts? <laughs> like, it was, that show opened, and I'm like, holy moly, I'm in. Those were the days is filmed before a live internet audience. <laughs> Welcome back, my friends, to the show we hope never ends. We're so glad you have arrived. Come inside. Come inside. It's Those Were the Days, our show about classic TV. Tonight on the show, we're kicking off a new topic, spinoffs. We, are, we will daringly dive into those delightful descendants, duly describing doses of entertainment deemed worthy of our docket. Donning our dabbling in the direction of due process, it is decreed our show is derived from the dandy dalliance known as DuckTales. We, of course, are talking about Darkwing Duck. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Travis, a.k.a. TV's Travis. And with me, the blister on the pinky toe of crime, Audie. Let's get dangerous. The pebble in the penny loafer of depravity, Amy. Darkwing Duck is both sizest and classist, and in this paper, I'm going to... You know what? Never mind. And the metal key on the sardine can of justice, Stephen. This is the best podcast you're about to listen to, I guarantee. <laughs> so, first of all, I have to let you know, all of those, direct quotes from the show. All <laughs> no of those way. openings are things that Darkwing Duck said. Uh, so Darkwing Duck was a cartoon on Disney uh, from 1991 to 1992-93-ish. It is a spinoff of DuckTales, but but oddly so, because it's not a direct spinoff. In fact, the creator has even said in interviews he doesn't think of it as a spinoff, but existing in a different universe. However, it has two characters directly from DuckTales in it as Mm -hmm. themselves. Um, and also a cameo from a couple others in one episode. Um, but this was a show that uh, actually ran simultaneously on the Disney afternoon and Saturday mornings on ABC. And the, the odd thing was is season, season one was what ran on the Disney afternoon, and then season two and three ran at the same time on ABC on Saturday mornings. Madness. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you ever if you ever go and you look at like the Wikipedia and it shows all the air dates, there's air dates that overlap with season two and season one. And it's very weird and it kind of confused me uh, while I was doing research for the show, looking at that and then looking at what was available on Disney Plus. Um, I had a whole lot of fun with that. But what I want to know is what did all of you think of this show? Do you remember it? Because I loved Darkwing Duck. It was one of my it was one of my jams. And I want to start with Stephen. Did you watch Darkwing Duck? Oh yeah, I that was that was my cartoon block, uh, you know. Like you had your different shows. I don't remember what all aired, but like just thinking back, like, I was a big Tailspin fan and whatnot. And then Darkwing Duck kind of has the same vibe. Uh, I loved I loved that show. I just always wanted Darkwing Duck's hat. Yes, uh, <laughs> probably no surprise. I'm a fedora kind of guy. I really love them. And man, is that not just a glorious chapeau? <laughs> it very... I want one. Very much. I still is. want one. 
to be honest. Like, I just way out here, like beyond my shoulders. Like, oh, yeah. In, I, I want to dress as him. In purple, too. It has to be purple. Oh, yeah. you got to be in purple, you know, with a double-breasted coat. Like, yes. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> Amy, how about... Dude's got style. Yeah. Amy, how about you? What is your history with Darkwing Duck? I know I, know I watched Darkwing Duck, um, but I'm not going to lie. I remembered him being better at his job. <laughs> like, I knew Launchpad was an idiot, right? Like, I, I knew that he was the, the, the buffoon. But I do remember Darkwing Duck being less Inspector Gadgety. They're Inspector Gadget with no penny, which is just mind blowing. Kind of, yeah. There is a this particular episode did not have his daughter Goslin. Uh, That's who true. Does, yeah, does fit the penny role a little bit, not entirely, but uh, closer. Yeah. Um, Audie, how about you? What's your history with Darkwing Duck? Oh, I'm like Steven. I was all about it. All about the Disney afternoon, the Disney Saturday morning. Yeah, definitely watch the heck out of this. Yeah, and it was born, like I said, out of uh, DuckTales. Uh, they brought Launchpad McQuack over. It's, so the show actually, um, the idea for the show came from, there was an episode of DuckTales where Launchpad plays uh, a character named Double O Duck. And they wanted to make that into a show. They wanted Double O Duck. Well, unfortunately, using the title Double O Duck, they weren't allowed to because um, Cubby Broccoli owned that owned the double O as a title. So they couldn't couldn't use that. And they ended up kind of pivoting at the last minute and creating Darkwing Duck. And he's very much, uh, it was a, it was very different for Disney to do this because they would always have series that would have episodes that were parodies of things. Right. But this was an entire series that was parody of superheroes and old pulp serials and all of that. It's very, um, Darkwing Duck's alter ego is Drake Mallard, uh, which is directly ripping off Kent Allen, uh, the alter ego of The Shadow. His look is very much like The Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he works in uh, a city that's very much like Gotham called St. Canard, which I love. I love that name, uh, St. So Canard. Yeah. You've, you've got... Uh, and so Drake Mallard lives in a nice little house with his daughter, Goslin, and they're friends slash chauffeur launchpad McQuack. I guess he's just sort of like always there. Um, unfortunately, the episode we watched, which was um, season one, episode 14, did not have the neighbors, which are another source of uh, so much fun uh, and their son or Goslin. But we did have uh, Darkwing, we had Launchpad, and we had um, Jambalaya Jake and his <laughs> gator Gumbo. <laughs> so, Discount Paul Prudhomme. Yes, so <laughs> so the the episode kicks off with a there's like a fundraiser going on for the Bayou and uh, and Jambalaya Jake shows up and basically he has decided he's going to move from the Bayou to the big city because uh, all these big city folk will be easy pickings I guarantee. Um, and he brings he brings Gumbo with him and they try to steal the big uh, glass bowl full of money uh, that you have at a fundraiser because that's how every that fundraiser works. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how and you dark- do it. Yep, Darkwing <laughs> shows up, foils the plan, they get away. And it's funny because the plot of this episode is basically Jambalaya Jake tries to steal some money, Darkwing stops him. He devises a plan to kidnap Launchpad as a way to uh, to get Darkwing, and Darkwing stops him again. And they have a fight in the sewer, and that's pretty much it. Uh, it's not like a heavy plot at all. Um <laughs> It's just a lot of gags, and I loved the gags. I loved so there's a, there is a running gag of launch pad cooking and baking things that uh, Darkwing just can't stand eating, um, mm-hmm. and it's usually spicy. And in this case, it was brownies that he made. That Darkwing, when he eats one of them, it's just fire coming out of his, and he drinks. I love the gag where he drinks the whole container mm-hmm. of water, and then when he asks him if he wants any more, and he says, "No, I'm on a liquid diet," and he sloshes away. Was that such made a, me so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, I watched him like waddle away with his butt dragging the ground. I'm like, oh, I kind of like feel that yeah. somehow. <laughs> it was a very visceral. Um, yeah, I also love the running gag of gum- Gumbo. By the way, was my favorite part of this particular. Gumbo episode. was incredible. Yeah. yeah, easy because every time he w- just wanted to eat everything, but he was always so proper when he would eat. He would yeah. put a uh, mm-hmm. he would put a napkin around his neck, grab a knife and fork, and eat whatever it was. 
set up a table. That was the best part is he would set a table up and then sit at the table to eat like the brownie or the whatever it was at the buffet at the fundraiser. Uh, Gumbo cracked the him up. The deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The fork. That was great. <laughs> or and if or he cleaning. Wasn't, I was going to say, if he wasn't super proper eating, he was super proper like, I got to clean this mess up in the ramshacked shack in the sewer. Yes. Man, you would talk about sewer digs. Like, that was a nice house for being in a sewer. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, it was. It looked great. I'd, I'd, I'd live there. Yeah, That's an Airbnb rental. They're getting eighteen fifty a month down there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, easy. Come on, in St. Kennard. I mean, this <laughs> rentals there in St. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, as far, like I say, as far as like, sort of plot of this, there's not much to talk about, but the show itself was a ton of fun because it was this parody of superheroes and pulp uh, stuff. And it also was a show that had a lot of action in it. Yeah. And uh, most Disney shows had a lot of adventure. They had a lot of like set pieces in them, but they wouldn't have this action, the actual fighting. You would have like stuff happen sort of off screen or like it would just be a, a confluence of stuff and then the, the good guys would win. And this was like Darkwing literally fighting with, uh, with, Jambalaya Jake, they got some uh, some wrestling going on, which you was mean another wrestling. Wrestling, which that nobody was... says it that way. Darkwing, <laughs> yeah. you classes wrestling, wrestling. Nobody says that. I did. Oh, no. I did have to at one point go. Oh, cement. Ra- okay. <laughs> yeah, that ah. cement. The, yeah. the, the big oh, cement. That's that's how you say it. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't put the T on. He didn't put the T on the end there, and I was like, "What? What? What? (laughs) Oh, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And 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 one thing that we learn in this episode, if nothing else, is it is that Darkwing Duck is indestructible and immortal. He cannot be killed by any means. He is sealed inside of a, a block of cement, and then blows himself up to get out of it, and is fine. Just a little He's dusty. Fine. That's all. Um, yeah, all these well, veiled threats. Like I'm going to blow up people and stuff, and it's like, but nobody ever gets hurt. Yeah. So, Launchpad really, did okay too when he got blown up by Granny's secret sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah, somehow they ended drink. up in the turtle, but you know. <laughs> I will say, there's the part there's where he's room in there. He's in the uh, he's in the tower, you know, watching out over the city, and he sees smoke and panics and. Uh, it turns out to just be steam off the brownies, but I really want my vigilante to have slightly less of a hair trigger than that. <laughs> like, I did like that it was call the fire department, call the police, call my insurance company. Yes, that was really good. <laughs> this was a it was a really well written show. Um, there was some great jokes. I mean, I loved uh, Jambalaya Jake uh, was a was a hilarious just caricature. Um, the voice work from Jim Cummings and at all uh, is always great. I mean, you just can't beat that. But I, I just enjoyed the hell out of the show. It's, it's so silly. There's, there's great gags. I, I can't even. I mean, I found myself laughing at a few different parts, like out loud, uh, which I didn't. I expected to chuckle a little bit and be like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was cute. But there were some genuinely funny jokes in this. The the ones that reached into adult world a little bit, like the glossy photos. Oh, yeah. I felt that one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, glossy photos are expensive. I mean, you're kind of silly for carrying around stacks of them in your jacket on a mission. But you never know, you know. You never know. But I, I thought that was pretty good. I was like, I agreed. I wrote down the note. Like, I agree with the glossy photo <laughs> situation. And not only that, but just the ridiculousness of carrying those around. Because, again, that's Darkwing. Like, he's, he's got such a, an ego about him. And he wants the fame oh, and fortune. Yeah. Yep. I actually, I did end up watching one other episode kind of at random. And it was one where um, Launchpad is also dressed up like Darkwing. Uh, because <laughs> they, they foil a caper. And it's like Darkwing keeps appearing all over the place. And it's not all Darkwing. It's, it's half of it is supposed to be Launchpad. Um, to confuse the the criminals, but then afterwards, uh, Launchpad and Darkwing are like talking on a rooftop, and Launchpad takes off the hat and his mask, and a, a TV camera films him, and then they put it out <gasps> in the news, and so everyone thinks Launchpad is is the real Darkwing Duck, 
and Drake Mallard gets all upset that he doesn't get the, the notoriety anymore. <laughs> and so he starts going through, like, he starts trying to come up with a different alter ego. And so there's a great scene where he's going through different versions of what his new alter ego could be. Um, even the though, masked, the masked even man. though having a sidekick slash partner who is never in a mask <laughs> is always <laughs> with him, and then also with always with his alter ego, nobody puts that together. Yeah, sure. I wrote that down too, Audie. <laughs> I put that in my notes. Like Launchpad never wears a mask, and he's always hanging out with Darkwing. Like we're going, someone's going to figure this out. Did nope, we see? They never do. Did we see Alfred with Batman though? I feel like only in his house. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, only in Wayne Manor. Oh my gosh, there was you know. a great thing I saw on Twitter today that was like that and it's it's some Batman thing where Bruce Wayne's got a girl in the Batcave and Alfred's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm Batman." <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so no, they played with fact, that joke. In in the other episode that I watched, uh Darkwing gets arrested and thrown in jail. Um pleading i'm the real darkwing duck and like yeah sure and then you turn around and there's like a half a dozen crooks all with with the big purple fedora and a mask on (laughs) but then when darkwing gets let out goslin is there and she even says uh you know look dad this is good pr like in front of all the police so they just don't care like no one cares yeah (laughs) i mean he's doing good work out there just just ignore it well he's fine their vigilante laws in saint canard are real loose they they are (laughs) He's doing work. You know? We'll say that. Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say his work isn't good, but his results are there. The right? Well, yeah. I mean, ends <laughs> justify the means a little, maybe. I mean, they just let him. He just let them go. Like Jumbleye, mm-hmm. Jake, and 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 Gumbo just just go. And Darkwind's even like, yeah, no, that's gonna be a problem again later. Like my dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a problem later, but we'll deal with that later. Later. You know, tomorrow Darkwing will deal with that. Today Darkwing is tired and wants to go home. And uh, see I his, mean, I feel that. I can, that's my energy most days. <laughs> well, I mean, when you've, getting, you, when you've been exploded like 14 times in an episode, you, you get yes. a little tired. And, you know, some very, uh, very frenetic wrestling that you had to do. <laughs> it does very, like, one of the things that shocked me about this that I just didn't, after I kind of sat there and thought about it, because I really used this as a think piece, Travis. This really drove me into some deep philosophical areas. Like, <laughs> the, like at Disney, you, you're right. You see mostly adventure, but you don't see a lot of fight. And in this, it really bridged into that Looney Tunes mm-hmm. world. Like, yeah. when the Anvil, yeah, Anvil came out, I'm like, wait, who made this? Chuck mm-hmm. Jones? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like, Disney people. I don't know any animators at Disney. I just know Chuck Jones, Tex Avery, you know. Mm-hmm. Tex yeah. Avery? Tex Avery. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Get him, him and the ver- the one dude in those virtual video game F and mm-hmm. things all confused. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it was it was definitely one of those where the violence is ramped up and it's much more Looney Tunes with the punching and the kicking and the ambles and the explosions mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, I I took notice of that. They were trying something different here. They were, and and I think that it works. It made the show stand out a little bit amongst your other Disney stuff. Your you know, uh, Tailspin you mentioned, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Even mm-hmm. uh, Ducktales that this show came out of, um, it's very different from all that. And he has kind of a he's got his rogues gallery. Uh, Jumbleye. Mm-hmm. This was yeah. the, the first appearance of Jumbleye Jake. He does come back, um, but you had you know um, some of his others. Uh, Negaduck was the one that I always remembered. I remember him because he was the the opposite version of Darkwing in every way, mm-hmm. including like his costume is the opposite colors, mm-hmm. it's like orange and brown or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just it's a fun show. It, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. There's moments that I remember from specific episodes. I, I really wanted to dive in and watch more episodes. Um, yeah, because there's like there's a moment in one of them I remember specifically where he's got his giant map of the city and he's looking at it, and there's another person in like the the Darkwing Tower with him who ends up pulling out a magic marker and drawing a little circle and saying, that's where we need to go. And all Darkwing can focus on after that is he drew on my map. (laughs) (laughs) He drew on my map. And like, he would always hyper-focus on the worst things. It was, it Mm. was great. And his, his rogues were hilarious. Uh, the one, there's a walrus, um, that is like obsessed with movie making. So all of his disguises are different, 
uh, directors. Uh, so he had like <laughs> he had a Steven Spielberg one, and he shows up and he's got the sunglasses and a big beard and like the Hawaiian shirt uh, coming in on <laughs> nice. like the dolly, uh, and and he's always surrounded by three penguins who never speak, but they do oh, all of his awesome. dirty work for him, and like it, it's just great. Uh, the the sprout one because they don't have a poison ivy. Instead, it's like a it's a male uh, scientist that got turned into like a, a living plant. And so he controls plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one where the, the electricity uh, megawatt, I think it was. Megavolt. He, megavolt. He harnesses, megavolt the, that, he, yeah. he harnesses static electricity from the carpet. <laughs> and, like, that's his big thing. And he, mm-hmm. it, it, there's, some, there's some line about, like, ah, they never thought I'd be able to do that, but now I can. Kind of, kind of <laughs> thing. It's like, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not a big, big deal there, bud. Um, but yeah, it was I just mean, so f- how many superhero powers are there anyway? <laughs> you know, at some point you just start reusing like electric guy. We already got one of those uh, static electric guy. Oh, that, okay, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, this show ran. It, they had ninety-one episodes of it. Which, but but why is there only two seasons on Disney Plus? Like, how's that work? Because the first season is like sixty episodes. It was like seventy-one. What? I think it said. Mm-hmm. Holy like mo- that. Okay, because like this is a number. cartoon. Because it was straight it, to syndication. Cartoons are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because cartoons are different than like primetime comedies yeah. or dramas. Where There's no like season episodes. finale cliffhanger to Darkwing Duck. No, and in Man, fact, yeah. but there should be. You know, <laughs> in in fact, the the order that they are on Disney Plus is different from their originally aired order. Um, Disney Plus has, like, the two-part that they used as sort of a premiere, uh, like, 20 episodes in. Um, oh, wow. For whatever reason. Uh, and they also, there is an episode, there is actually a lost or banned episode of Darkwing Duck, believe it or not. Oh, snap. Uh, Lots there, of Darkwing Duck nudity. Man, <laughs> throw out. There, there is an episode in season one. Let me see if I can find it uh, again. No one wears pants in Darkwing Duck for those who haven't seen it, so it would, you wouldn't have much going for you. That's true. That is. That's what you're into. It is a pantsless society. I've noticed. In some <laughs> well, no, because uh, Jambalaya Jake only wore well, pants. Yeah. Although that's that's kind of a Disney the one thing, strap right? overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, that's a Disney thing. You either don't wear pants or you only wear pants. There is no, you know, there, there's no halfway. <laughs> like nobody's wearing a shirt and slacks. You're you're Donald Duck yeah. wearing half a naval uniform, or <laughs> you're Jambalaya Jake wearing most of a pair of overalls. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of how it goes. So there's the part where they they he Darkwing drops one of the brownies down his overalls so that uh, so that Gumbo will chase him, and like I don't know how he is unable to get that brownie out. Like, like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like no, it's just gonna go down the leg. You're fine. Don't even worry about it, dude. Yeah, no, it's gonna be like shake a leg. There you go. There it's it. It's out. And you know, got uh, hung up in his undies, probably. <laughs> okay, seriously, well, you think he's wearing, he's wearing undies? Yeah, no, he's if he is wearing them, there's like holes everywhere. <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of these guys, what? So I ignored this a lot as a child. Uh, the the creatures that inhabit this world are they dogs? Are they mole men? What are what is what are they? They're you know they're kind of like mice people with little brown noses. I can't figure them out. So it depends on who you ask, but like Pete and uh, Goofy. Pete's a cat. Goofy's no. a dog. Goofy's mm-hmm. supposed to be a dog. That's I clear. Think Jambalaya Jake, I believe, is a dog. Yeah, but he has normal person ears. Well, sure. But we need to get okay anatomy <laughs> of a jambalaya Jake. I need a, a listener well, like, who knows. Megavolt is a rat. Maybe he's some kind of rat creature. Uh, could be. Could a be. mole is the first thing I thought. He like, could be a, a mole. mole. You know, or a vole. like a little guy. I just know that I've they're fleshy colored, but they look like they have dog faces, and it just as weirds me out as a grown up now. Like I gotta have this solved. <laughs> Because I get hung up on stuff like this, and I can't let it go. <laughs> okay, so I did find it. So the banned episode okay. of Darkwing Duck is called Hot Spells, and it is from Season 3, Episode 8. Uh, total, total run is Episode 86. And what happens is Darkwing and Goslin go with Morgana, who's a character that gets introduced later on. 
um, to her old magic school where she is to present her thesis paper. Um, <laughs> and uh, the note is, this episode was banned from airing again after its initial broadcast because of its religiously sensitive subject matter. The villain in it, by the way, is Beelzebub. Um, okay. Lord. It, is the, it is the only episode not re-released on home media being unavailable for purchase on iTunes, Google TV, and it is not on Disney+. Plus. So they have never re-released that episode. Uh, How do we get out. it? Why didn't we watch that one? Well, Somebody's it, got it. It sounds intriguing. It's, it's yeah. out there somewhere, I'm sure, and had I known about this a week ago, I might have picked that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus episode, anybody? Uh, of those were the days, where do we get a hold of this? There's got to be more banned mm-hmm. episodes of classic TV out there that we have got to do a theme on. That's uh, all I'm saying. I mean, there's some controversy with Bluey coming out and them holding off on one of the episodes because it talks about poops and farts or something like that. <laughs> poops yeah. and farts are great. I, Everyone wants poops I didn't and dig farts. into it too much, but it was enough that I was like, I can't think of anything in Bluey that would be necessary for Disney to ban, and yet somehow we didn't get that episode. So this does not shock me at all. Somebody at Disney doesn't poop and fart. Uh, That's the problem. (laughs) Not in front of people, which is the best way to do it. (laughs) I think you should definitely expose children to poops and farts in cartoons. They're doing it anyway, you know? Yeah, they are. Let them them fart on each other. (laughs) (laughs) My wife was going somewhere once, and she was like, well, what are you guys going to do? And me and Sam just looked at each other. I was like, probably just fart on each other and burp and stuff. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the best dad. You are the best dad. That's awesome. <laughs> so this this was terrible. this was a show that, like I say, was, a, was very much parody. And listen to some of these episode titles, which definitely flew over my head at uh, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old when I was watching this. Um, you've got things like, uh, Beauty and the Beat, um, Night of the Living Spud. Uh, nice. Here's a good one. Apes of Wrath. Oh, (laughs) well done. I like that one. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, Paradox, um, which is a good one. Uh, Easy Come, Easy Grows. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlatan. (laughs) <laughs> of course can't buy you love um, i was gonna say this episode that's a good one or you sweat your life instead of you bet your life uh was one that ah, i, I that kind one, of liked that one didn't uh let's see days of blunder a, <laughs> a ducky phobia and if that one if i remember that one right uh yeah in this parody of Spider-Man, a mutated spider uh, bite causes Darkwing to grow four extra arms. <laughs> so, so you've got a six-armed that. Darkwing duck running around. Um, yeah, there were so many like that uh, that they had. Cleanliness next to badliness. Um, <laughs> and, and then, you know, all of the ways, whenever Darkwing would introduce himself, when he would come into the room, uh, there was always, he would light the smoke bomb, and it was, I am the terror that flaps in the night, and then something else. And... Uh, the three that I listed at the beginning of the episode, direct quotes from the show. Um, another one of my favorites was, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am obviously out of my trademark blue smoke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't have it for that one. Um, I did like some... that in this, because I was waiting for it, because I remembered that part, right? So like mm-hmm. watching this episode and I was waiting for it, and then <laughs> Launchpad ruins it yes. <laughs> with his shadow puppets. Oh, the shadow do a dog. Mm-hmm. It's a bird. <laughs> well, and then the lady comes up to him, and he's so frustrated. He's like, "I'm trying to get through my speech so I can help you." He's he's doing his <laughs> thing. Stop monologuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a prerequisite mm-hmm. for being saved. You got to let me do my thing. <laughs> his uh, his look was definitely lifted from the shadow. Yeah. Um, I, oh, yeah. I know mm-hmm. that for sure. Uh, and and I loved the color too. I loved the choice of purple. For him, I don't yeah. know what it was about that, but it just just looks so cool. Um, oh, another good one, Life, the Negaverse, and everything was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Or dry I will say, hard. like the art, the art, the art style of this show was really fun. Like the the purple suit was really great, but like any of the city, the wide city shots, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure cartoons like this uh, is what kind of 
fed the aesthetics that I like now because the buildings are kind of tilted off in the distance yeah. and they're kind of not perfect. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain art style that I've always loved. And I'm looking at this thing like, oh, this is where those seeds are planted for me. Like when buildings are kind of leaning in and like like shaped a little different. I just really dug that. I took notice of that. Like, I'll take this. It's great. Yeah. It's good stuff. I um, feel so like that's something that got started in DuckTales, but then they played with it so much more for Darkwing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because you had and a it had big that city. Batman. Yeah. You had that yeah, big city St. Canard thing going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I had the Batman, the animated series kind of jam because everything's dark, you know, mm-hmm. and it, but, but not dark like Batman, the animated series dark. But, you know, close. It's lifting it for sure. Oh, yeah. And he does a lot of work at night, so you get really cool um, just look of the city at night when he's, when he's going oh, around yeah. doing his thing. Um, so, I, like I said, Darkwing Duck, Drake Mallard. What, what a great name, Drake Mallard. Um, and the character actually comes back in the reboot of uh, DuckTales. Yeah. Um, which does lend credence to the this show isn't a spinoff of DuckTales, because in the reboot... Darkwing Duck is a character played by an actor in a show, um, and uh, played by and the actor in the series is Jim Starling, and then Drake Mallard is a younger version who's going to play Darkwing Duck in a movie about that character. So, kind of lends credence to that a little bit. Um, All I know is I want a Darkwing Duck like movie slash reboot of some kind with that new DuckTales style. I I loved the new DuckTales. I did not expect Mm. to like the new DuckTales. Just wanted to turn it on and watch it. And I was like, holy crap, this has got like this has got some legs. This has a through line, like an actual season continual progressive story. Yeah. That you want to find out what happens next. And like most cartoons like this, you know, where it's just like, oh, it's a one shot every week. DuckTales, you know, not to deviate too much, but DuckTales that that was good stuff. Well, and and that's the thing is like this show is perfect for for a syndicated show in right. in so much as like the character of Darkwing Duck and Launchpad and Goslin and sort of those adventures, those pulp serial uh pastiche that they're going for is perfect for syndication because you don't mm-hmm. need a through line. You can just have everything yeah. because everything's going to end up getting shown out of order at some point anyway. Um and so that's what they went into with that idea back then. Nowadays, with everything being made to streaming, you want that through line. You want that bingeability of, like, we're just going to sit down and watch and, and follow this story. So it would be done a little bit differently now. But you're right. I would love to see uh, a Darkwing Duck in that style, in that universe, because, oh, boy, mm-hmm. that DuckTales is good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. later episodes when it's, like, actually the superhero, like, it's not just the actor where they, like, actually make him be... Darkwing Duck, it, it gets interesting. Awesome. And according to Wikipedia, they're working on it on a reboot. Really? Oh, with please. that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg company. So mm-hmm. apparently the Chippendale thing was such a hit for them. I guess they're going to keep letting them do stuff for Disney. Chippendale was so good. Also, <laughs> the, new, the new movie was so good. I did not. Another thing that I expected to be stupid when I saw the trailer and went, never mind, this is great. <laughs> I do need to still watch that. I haven't watched that one yet. Um, Give it a go. Yeah, I it's will. interesting, for sure. Darkwing shows up in that, too. And and I loved having, like, uh, I remember as a kid liking the fact that Launchpad McQuack was in Darkwing Duck because I loved him in DuckTales so much, and so it gave me that connection between the two, and he's exactly mm-hmm. the same. They didn't change him at all. Yep. Yeah, uh, he's just this lovable buffoon. Um, I love that he's he never refers to him as Darkwing. It's always DW. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> always. And uh, and that occasionally Darkwing will call him LP. I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Goslin, it was, who wasn't in this episode, is actually not the most annoying character in the world, uh, which is surprising given the era that this is made and being a child character. Um, the Muddlefoots. Their neighbors kind of are, um, but they're they're meant to be. Also, that's a great name, the Muddlefoots. Yeah, uh, and they had Herbert, uh, Binky, and then their uh, their son Tankard and Herbert Honker Muddlefoot, which is Goslin's friend. He's the other <laughs> character that is in a lot of episodes. Is Honker, um, and he's he he annoyed me 
Uh, I remember even as a kid yeah. being annoying because he's got like the sniffling kind of nasally voice. And I just, I didn't like that. So I was kind of glad he wasn't in the episode. Um, but Launchpad mentioned them though. Like when he was baking he the brownies, he was like, when Goslin and Hawker get back from camp. Yeah. And there were, there were a number of episodes that didn't have Goslin. The reason that I kind of wish we had watched one with Goslin though, is there's a lot of uh, Drake Mallard trying to be a good dad balanced mm-hmm. with being Darkwing. So that was something that they did in a lot of episodes. I just kind of wish we would have gotten to see, but, but I enjoyed it. Um, nonetheless, like it, this was a fun episode. I'm kind of glad that I, I literally picked at random. I was just like, <laughs> pick, pick da, da, sure. Yeah. 14. Oh, buy you. All right, cool. Yeah. We'll watch. I, I didn't remember cause I, I couldn't tell you uh, a single episode. I could tell you some moments, but that was it. Mm-hmm. That was the type of show that it was. Um, but I enjoyed that. I, I remember watching it on uh, Saturday mornings and on uh, Disney afternoon because around here, Disney afternoon would be on Fox and uh, and Saturday mornings it ran on ABC. And I had no idea they were doing concurrent seasons. I just thought it was like all the same thing going. It was really, really. That's something that I'd never noticed or never, never really heard of is doing like syndication and Saturday morning at the same time. I don't know. That, yeah, that was, yeah, that, that was strange to me. That's crazy, but the at the same time, like, this is Disney in its heyday of kids programming like this. That's like, true. we talked about Tailspin. We talked about uh, this one and all the other shows they did and tried to do. Like, they had all kinds of stuff going on. They had a ton of shows that were like, they they, they just seemed kind of like it came out of left field. Do you remember Bonkers? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. About Bonkers the Cat was a policeman and. Um, oh, yeah. Marsupilami was that a Disney thing too? Marsupilami was yeah, giant tailed dude. Like, I mean, they just had all these wild cartoons they were throwing out there just <laughs> to see what stuck. Mm-hmm. Bonkers is one I remember because I remember Bonkers. I remember his um, uh, Lucky, the policeman that he worked with, who was voiced by Jim Cummings, and uh, Fall Apart Rabbit, his best oh, friend. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Fall Apart mm-hmm. Rabbit was awesome. I, I just loved like the. It was such a silly gag, but it always it always tickled me every time. <laughs> uh, this is a great show. Some other character names from Darkwing Duck. I have to I have to tell you these because these are these are gold. Yeah. Um, there was the uh, the secret agency known as Shush, which <laughs> uh, expanded name expanded name unknown. Um, but they were the intelligence agency, and they deal with international affairs. The uh, the director of it was Jay Gander Hooter. <laughs> <laughs> you also had Dr. Sarah Bellum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Uh that was that was always a good one. Um Oh, I didn't even mention Gizmo Duck, who is another oh. carryover yeah. from uh from DuckTales. Gizmo Duck is great. So when mm-hmm. I worked at Rockstar, one of the guys who's a programmer, and he won our Halloween costume contest with Gizmo Duck, and he had basically like the 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 leg part went on the outside of his legs. So if he put his legs together and his feet together, it would look like the mono wheel. It was nice. incredible. Oh, that is that's awesome. Amazing. So good. Um, and he was he was brought straight over uh, Doctor Fenton Cran- uh, Crackshell was uh, who became Gizmo Duck uh, straight out of Ducktales, and he was great. He would show up in occasional episodes with the other Justice Ducks. <laughs> Blabbering was... Blatherskythe. Yep. You had uh, Mor- Morgana um, Macabre, and she. Uh, she was the one that um, it was in the band episode going to give her thesis at her old magic school. Uh, <laughs> nice. And sort of, uh, I think, ends up, oh, sacrifices her, what, this? In the boom, oh, comics. She sacrificed herself to save Darkwing from the monstrous Duckthulu. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> They're not even hiding that one. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Straight ripoff. The villains, the fearsome five, Negaduck, uh, Dr. Reginald Bushroot. Uh, we also had Bud E. Flood, or uh, The Liquidator. <laughs> uh, Megavolt, who was voiced by Dan Castellano. Uh, Casta- oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. The voice of Homer Simpson for yes. those playing at home. 
Yeah. Uh, Quacker Jack was always one that I liked because he was nuts. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a ton of fun. Um, and uh, what, oh, Fowl was uh, the the antithesis yeah. of Shush, and they had uh, Steelbeak. I just remember Steelbeak. Uh, oh yeah, he had the he had that kind of New Jersey thing going on, like that mobster voice. Uh, <laughs> it was always great. Um, so yeah, they they just had some some great uh, great character names and great stuff. There was uh, who trying to remember the name of the walrus because he cracked me up. I mean, just jumble out of the walrus. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well <laughs> done. <laughs> Not off was the ruler of dream world. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, ordinary guy. Oh, I don't remember ordinary guy, but that's, <laughs> that's a great villain. Especially in this world where everything's weird and you've got just a human named Ordinary Guy. Wait, is he oh, a human or is he a mole person? Uh, ordin- <laughs> ordinary Guy is a human-like native of the planet Mertz. It says. Human-like. Here you go, Travis. Okay. It's Arturo Tuscamini. Yes, that's what it is. Oh, he was he was hilarious with his uh, with his penguins. Uh, there was there was a great moment in it where they're in a theater. And the penguins all have flashlights, and they're coming towards the stage where Darkwing is. And he goes, what are you going to do with the flashlights? And they all stop and then put the flashlights straight up and grab them and turn them into nunchucks and just start going Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, And he's like, that's a good gag. That would work. <laughs> well, that's the funny like thing. It. Like in this episode, like um, Jake had a couple different, like he had a boomerang. Yeah. Like. You know, Cajun guy's got a boomerang and then a tomahawk. That was from the bayou I mean, from way down under. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it from his cousin. <laughs> and I love the Who boomerang. Who the voice of Jambalaya Jake? Was that Jim Cummings too? Uh, no, that, according to what I am reading, the voice of Jambalaya Jake was Michael Goff. Okay, that sounds familiar, and he, I probably know him from something else. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, Michael Goff was Alfred in the Batman 89 Oh, that's why I know that name then. Okay. But really, dang, did he not, did a good job. It did not sound like Michael Goff to me. So I, I didn't think so either. And I know Jim Cummings has done other Cajun characters. Yeah. Because uh, he did the voice of the mosquito or whatever in The Frog Prince. He was oh, a mosquito. Yeah. oh, this what is a different. He? Okay, a this is a different Michael no, Goff. I was going to say. Firefly. Yeah. He was my favorite. He did a really good job. Yeah. He kept calling her Shell. <laughs> oh, y'all! I just love it. I love Cajun people. Okay, so this y'all is... ever watch that Cajun guy who did the cooking show? Paul Wait, Verdun. never mind. That could be foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. I thought it was <laughs> no. This Michael Goff is a yeah. voice actor who's done all kinds of stuff, but yeah. um, he was Gopher in Winnie the Pooh. Yep. So it's not the same oh, Michael man. Goff, but he did Gopher. Mm-hmm. He was Deckard Kane in Diablo. Yeah. Oh, stay a while. Listen, mm-hmm. so it's that Michael Goff. Um, I thought the, wait, I thought the, the Cajun, Diablo. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Cajun cooking show, wasn't that Justin something? Um, it's who I'm thinking of. more than one. Paul Perdome was the no, big giant guy and he was he the, the, I guarantee. Yeah. You're right. That was maybe, no, this isn't the guy I'm thinking of. There's a different, there's a different Cajun. I think I'm with, I'm with Travis. This isn't the dude. This guy looks like Dom DeLuise. Yes. The dude I'm right. thinking of. to confuse of. them a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The dude I'm thinking of had suspenders. Uh, oh, oh, man. Um, Justin Wilson. My brother-in-law knows yeah. that dude. Justin Wilson? Justin yep. Wilson is who you're thinking of. He had the red suspenders. Yes. That's mm-hmm. him. Yep. That's him. We're thinking two different people, but probably the same vibe. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean. They were they were different sauce, regions you know. of PBS, uh, PBS, right? Yeah, they're just basically yeah, throwing crap probably. in a pot with Cajun salt and calling it cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a great uh, like uh, Jambalaya Jake was a fun character, and, oh, and yeah, I had a good time with that. I, and Darkwing kept Darkwing kept going after his size too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. little guy. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Rude. I do love any time a Disney show has those those alligators slash crocodiles. Oh, they're they so are. good. They're always they're the so they're just good. so well drawn, and what they do with them, like what they pull off with those things, is great. Like the rescuers, 
Mm-hmm. Had them. This mm-hmm. had them. Robin Hood. Uh, did Robin Hood have them? Yep, there were um, there the were guards that were yeah. the guards. Yep. Alligators. Yeah. I just, um, Peter Pan. Captain Hook. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the jowls on these alligators. Like just big old mouths and. Bodies. That's what happens just, when you. I just love them. When you base your company in Florida, <laughs> you get real good <laughs> yeah. at gators. Truth. So good you at do. drawing car- yep. caricatures of gators. And you're like, well, we drew them once. Why redesign? Just mm-hmm. use the same yep. ones over and over. I mean, I Easy would. Peasy. It's uh, that is easily my favorite gator design uh, of all. I mean, they do it with a lot of that, right? Like, because I mean, yeah, Baloo and uh, Little John mm-hmm. are the same. They're just a you mean Baloo color. just put on brown fur and yeah. got on screen for Little John? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not a shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, when and and back then when you're reusing a lot of animation too. That oh, yeah. does end up happening. Yeah. This, that was one thing with this show was it did not reuse characters from other shows. Most Disney shows would always have existing characters and they would reuse them for stuff. And this one, again, outside of Launchpad and Gizmo Duck, and then there was a brief uh, moment with the Beagle Boys and uh, <laughs> one other character who showed up as like uh, vo- unvoiced cameos in an episode. That was it. All the other characters in the show were original to it. That's um, awesome. Which is, is impressive. Fun. Yeah. Baloo and Little John were different characters. I shouldn't have said that they were the same because Baloo was a sloth bear. You can tell his hands, they yeah. were different hands. Same voice, different hands. Just felt like I needed to interject <laughs> and clarify before we get emails from angry Disney people I'm going, just, they're not the same. I'm just going to tell people <laughs> don't Google Disney alligators because you learn terrible things. I just oh, <laughs> no. Yikes. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we don't want, we don't want to stay away that. from that. No. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> but I and I and I love to like I said I loved Gumbo because of just the ridiculousness of like the absurdity of pulling out a table and tablecloth and table setting every so time good. he ate was just favorite. fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's uh, that absurdity of the animal who doesn't talk is the one that's all prim and proper. Yeah, compared to he's like paired with. To, Jambalaya Jake, Jake, who just sticks his head in the bowl and just like, mmm, that's great. <laughs> and the alligator's just looking at him like, uh-uh, no. There was a great fourth wall break moment where the alligator does, like, spikes the camera and does the mm-hmm. side-eye thing, and I lost it. It was so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, like, those those moments, that felt very Looney Tunes to me as well. Yeah. You know, you brought that, oh, like, yeah. that style, oh, yeah. and that, that moment felt super Looney Tunes to me. Like, this was just, the, this was a fun, like, walk down memory lane of, yeah, of this show. Um. You were going to say something, Stephen. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the, the name Gumbo is so good. I'm going to try and pitch that as the name of our next cat. Yes. Um, it's just <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. It really is. It's not going to fly, but I like it. So I might just call the cat Gumbo <laughs> and hope it as sticks. As someone who enjoys a good food name for a cat, I think that you have to. I think it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very mm-hmm. good name. I mean, I, I, I always name my animals after food. That's, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> The, okay, so so now my question is: Now that you have watched this again and kind of rekindled uh, that, do you think you're going to watch any more Darkwing Duck? It is again available in the U.S. on Disney Plus. Actually, I think it's everywhere on Disney Plus now, uh, wherever you can get that. Uh, starting with Audi, are you going to watch any more of this? Are you going to have if you have time? If I have time, I might squeeze some in. I watched some of I, like I was talking about earlier. I watched the episodes where he's on the reboot too. So that was interesting seeing the difference of the characters and how they interpreted him and stuff. But um, yeah, I'll probably watch a few more just to see what other kind of zany stuff he gets up to and what kind of slapstick they do for another few episodes. Yeah. Because as Amy brought up, he's not very good at his job. He's not. No. <laughs> and, and I'm with you. I remembered him being a little bit better. Like this definitely was much closer to inspector gadget than I remembered. Yeah, for sure. But Amy, how about you? Do you think you'll watch any more Darkwing Duck, or is it just sort of like, yeah, that was that was cute, but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, I think I'm good. Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> like, I, like I wouldn't be upset to watch more, but I don't know that I'm going to be like, yeah, Darkwing Duck. I'm just going <laughs> to sing the theme song until I die. Oh. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And yet somehow it's still not as catchy as the Ducktales theme song. It's because it's real dated. It's early '90s. It's got the boop boop the stuff going <laughs> it's on very in it. Good you know drum what I mean? Machine. <laughs> 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 
it could just you could easily insert any R and B artist from nineteen ninety two, and that's they're in there. That's a good point. How about you, Stephen? Yeah. You gonna you gonna watch any more Darkwing Duck? Do you think? I'll be slightly more harsh than Amy and say no. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to. And it's not because Darkwing Duck's not good. It's just one of those things that I go back and watch, and I'm like, I could have left this in my memory uh, where it was golden. <laughs> you know, like it's untouchable. It's 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 framed in a world that just saw it as, as rose colored glasses. You know, looking at it now, I'm not da- I'm not discounting all the things we've already talked about. Mm. It was real clever. It was real wonderful. It's just. I can't I can't seem to get into it to the point where I'm not I'm not kinda like Yeah, something else I could be doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was kinda there the whole time. Not that I don't appreciate the art form, but for me it's much like a Thundercats almost. Like I'm better off just remembering the awesome parts than to go back. I'm with I'm, this particular one. I'm finding that we have kind of a 50-50 on, on these older cartoons, right? Because we sort of, we all thought mm-hmm. the same thing about, say, Bobby's World. We were like, hey, it's yeah. cute, mm-hmm. but it could stay where it was, and we don't need to watch that anymore. <laughs> and I would put this above Bobby, Bobby's World in terms of yes. rewatchability. Like, there's some clever, really clever writing in this show. Um, I, I want to watch some more episodes. I won't have any time to uh, with everything else mm-hmm. that I have to do, but... But it, I'm like Amy, I wouldn't turn it away either um, because I do have, I have fond enough memories and there's just that theme song and like, it's like Garfield and Friends where I'm not going to sit down and binge watch Garfield and Friends, but I'll throw it on as background noise and, mm-hmm. and occasionally look over and, and check it out. And I can do that with this because there isn't that, that storyline you got to pay attention to to know what's going on. It's just like, I summed up the entire episode in what, 45 seconds? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, of what yeah. we watch because <laughs> that's, got it. that's what it is. Like that, that's that's episodes of Darkwing Duck. It's just sort of like hilarity ensues. Uh, <laughs> the other episode that I watched was like the the climax of it had uh, Launchpad, Goslin, and and Honker were captured inside of a popcorn machine and going to get uh, scalded by hot butter. That was <laughs> that was the trap with which they were going to be killed. Yikes. Um, but it is, it yeah, it's, is it's, it's, it's also fun to see it, how indestructible he is and like that cartoon physics going on. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's it's it just didn't have so the Garfield and Friends. I, I love the bejesus out of that and it, it held up in my adult brain <laughs> because it bridged this gap of like intelligent humor where it went up to like, hey, this one's for the grown ups. Whoop and then went right back down into fun. Like this one knows its audience and really sticks to its audience for the most part, minus like a couple little puns here and there. And I think that's okay. That's great. It just mm-hmm. didn't that's where it, it lost me is I need I need more of that like we're gonna go up here for a minute and then come back down and I'm like you know, where I could go, ha ha yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. But it just didn't do that enough to keep my attention. No, that was it. But I think we all agreed that if they did do a full-on reboot of Darkwing Duck, we'd all be there to watch it. Oh, sure. I'd straight up watch mm-hmm. it. Like Ducktales would probably be in the same realm as this. Like if we watched classic Ducktales mm-hmm. for me, but the new modernized, like a little bit more clever, taking its audience a little bit more seriously kind of approach. Um, it was still a kids show, but it's a kids show with enough there, enough meat on the bone um, that I wanted to watch it. I think you could do that with Darkwing, and it would just be. Because, awesome. I mean, the mm-hmm. thing about the reboots is that they know that we, we the people yeah. that have the children, are going to be like, sit down and watch this because this mm-hmm. is what I watched when I was a kid. And so they're like, yep. we got you. Don't even worry about it. Right. Which is exactly what I did. Yeah. I watched mm-hmm. it on a beach vacation with my son. I was like, you want to watch some DuckTales? I've never seen this one. And we watched it, and I was like, this is great. And he was like, this is great. And <laughs> we bridged the gap. Yeah, I've I've been noticing that a lot with, like, kids programming in the last, uh, you know, 10 to 20 years the evolution of it from what we had which was great at the time and i can really appreciate through a nostalgic lens but it hasn't aged with me quite the same way so i mean i'm a sucker for nostalgia and i'll watch these older shows anyway but like mm-hmm. when you see something like a phineas and ferb or the new Ducktales, and it's like oh yeah no i can as an adult appreciate this just as much as the 10 year old that's watching it sitting next to me um because the well, creators of it have that in mind. I was going to say, yeah. the people making stuff now is people like us, our age, who grew up with this stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. then are like, okay, let's make it 
let's make it better. Let's make it this way, you know? Like, that's half the reason the MCU is the way it is, because all those people in there are people who grew up with the comics. Like, you talk, you, you see the movies that do really well, or these cartoon shows, and they tell you how much they love the source material. Right. And it's those oh, people absolutely. that are able to make this stuff, and it's great. Well, and, and they evolve it. They, they, they keep the source material pure, but they evolve it enough so that it matches a modern palette. Like, mm-hmm. I think people have learned kids are smarter than we realize. And there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a drive to entertain the kids, put them in front of the TV, and whiz-bang pop, like, stuff happens and they're, they're, they're hooked. But they're more clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, <laughs> if, we let them, if we let them be more clever, we show them more stuff that's a little bit smarter they get it and they still like it and it's mm-hmm. it's actually like teaching them timing for jokes other than like <laughs> oh that anvil fell right. on that guy right like there's more to it and i think we we see that in these modern the modern reboots and stuff and and that's the thing where the older shows that uh that did try to push that envelope and see what they could slip past standards and practices Mm-hmm. Those are the ones yep. that seem to age better. Animaniacs being a prime example, right? That's yeah. the type of show yeah. that I rewatched it not that long ago, and it's it's still as funny as it was back then, if not more funny, because I'm getting some of the other jokes that flew over my head as a kid, right? Um, so yeah, that that is kind of the fun thing that I I have been enjoying going back and looking at some of these older shows. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, for a show that was aimed at kids and had pretty safe humor overall uh darkwing duck is a ton of fun and uh it does make me want to go out and get a purple cape and fedora and just fly around with a gas gun um and uh and you know fight crime because <laughs> that's what you do so we of are course. doing more spinoffs now next week audie's got uh got something for us what do you got Audie? yes what's coming up? so next week we're going to be watching just the 10 of us Oh, this snap. was a spinoff from Growing Pains. Oh, oh. snap. And I'm going to yeah. leave it there because there's a lot to talk about this show, and we're going to have some fun <laughs> with it next week. Not to, like the show itself, and there's a couple people that have had some decent careers after the show. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this one. Like, there's a few I was looking at, but I came back to this one. I was like, ah, oh, I just want to talk about this one. And I watched some <laughs> of it, and I was like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> so, the the We're, I was going to say the fun part is the only place I could find it anywhere was on YouTube. Um, okay, <laughs> and this one particular channel basically took the VHS recordings they got off of USA Network. So yes. <laughs> nice. They cut out the commercials, but they've got oh. still got those interstitials of you know we'll be right back and we're coming back. So. This is, oh, I'm so ready for this. And um, awesome. so we're doing. Uh, I decided let's just do the pilot episode one. Okay. Um, and you just type it into YouTube. You'll find it. Just There's the not, ten of us. Just the ten of us. All right. Amazing. Which is not a spinoff of Eight is Enough. Nope. <laughs> when Growing you, pains. When, wow. when you first put that in the spreadsheet, I was like, "What is this a spinoff of?" It took me a second because I I'm not super familiar with it, but I'm looking forward to it. So. Uh, that's great. Too. That's going to be next week as we continue a spinoff month. Uh, this week was Darkwing Duck. Next week is just the 10 of us. Audie will be leading the charge on that one. That's going to be super fun. I looked through. We did not have any emails this week. Uh, we also didn't get uh, as much feedback on uh, Twitter as we had been. Audie, though, got- did post a really cool thing on Twitter, uh, a video of dinosaurs that if you haven't seen yes. that, yeah. you need to so check that good. out. because. That was some great behind-the-scenes stuff with them dancing around in the costumes mm-hmm. and all of that. It's awesome. For sure. I had, uh, coming back to Darkwing, one Twitter friend that I was like, she was like, I love Darkwing Duck. I was like, any particular thing you remember? And she was like, literally everything. I don't even know how to explain it. The humor mixed <laughs> with the crime fighting plus that classic 90s animation style, it's just perfect. All right. Excellent. Excellent. That's good feedback. Uh, if you want to send us feedback, though, at Twitter, at Those uh, Days Show, or Those Were the Days Show at gmail.com. Send us emails, send us tweets, let us know what you think of the shows that we have covered, the shows that we're going to cover. Watch the, get onto YouTube, watch the pilot for just the 10 of us, and then tell us what you thought about it. Did you remember mm-hmm. this one? 
Did you know it was a spinoff? Uh, any of that. Uh, we want to hear from you. So please let mm-hmm. us know. And if you're at Dragon Con this month, or at the end of this month, I'm bringing stickers. Uh, so excellent! come to the Neighborhood Over Numbers panel on the podcasting track. Get yourself a sticker. Nice. Awesome. So for Amy, for Steven, for Audie, and myself, this has been Those Were the Days on Darkwing Duck. Come on back next week for just the ten of us. Thank you for being here.